0: Welcome to the Illinois Soy Podcast, enjoy. Today I'm speaking with Todd Steinacker, a regional agronomist for Agrigold, covering West Central Illinois. Prior to working with Agrigold, he was with the Growmark FS system for nearly 10 years working as a crop specialist, seed specialist, and a field sales agronomist. Todd has an associate's degree from Lincoln Land Community College, a bachelor's in agronomy and business from Western Illinois University, and just completed his master's degree from the University of Illinois. Today, Todd is going to talk with us about flowering and pods and abortion and survival. So Todd, what is happening in the field right now?
1: So really in the bigger picture, um, you know, a lot of fields are kind of experiencing uh, going into probably early R3 um, flowering stages, which basically means in the upper third of the canopy, um, you know, blooms ha- have pollinated, uh, you know, they're starting to have the pod start to elongate. Really, in a critical spot right now. A lot of fungicides are actually being applied right now to kind of uh, help minimize a lot of that stress. But... In the bigger picture, uh, you know, the, the beans themselves are are actually fairly healthy. Um, you know, canopy is very good. Uh, planting was, was done uh, extremely early this year compared to two years past. Um, but just kind of all over the board. But the, the bean crop actually looks very, very healthy and promising right now.
0: When can we expect flowering to end?
1: So for the most part, you know, flowering kind of takes place um you know, in a wide range. Um, so even before a plant really hit, you know, R3, um, you know, in that upper third, you know, there was blooms in the lower portion of the canopy that had been uh, flowering, actually set in pods for a while. But really until it, it takes place in that, that upper, uh, you know, three or four nodes of the plant, it really doesn't go into, uh, you know, that R2, R3 stage. So, you know, we, we've got a wide window of uh, flowering that's going on out there. And as the, the plants, um, you know, continue to grow, we we get some more range. We can get some more um, nodal development at the top. And we can actually still see some flowering going on there. So, uh, for the most part, flowering, in, in depending where the, it is on the plant, you know, will probably take place for another week or so. But um, we've got a lot of uh, plants out here really entering that that R3 to R4 stage, uh, more or less the, the pod development. So... Here before too long, you know, flowers is going to, uh, to wrap up fairly, fairly quick.
0: How many flowers can soybean produce and what affects that amount?
1: As far as total number of flowers, you know, uh, it kind of all depends on total uh, node development. Um, so if you figure uh, a, a given plant, if you can have, you know, 20-some 20, 20 nodes, and if each node can, you know, produce at least, uh, you know, three to five, you know, so we can have a high-level high counts out there. Uh, but the big thing is how many of those actually do one get pollinated and then two actually produce the pod before uh, it really starts to you know to to abort and uh, the the plant won't uh, supply any more nutrients to it so they could be a wide range in there, but um, you know really all this depends on how many nodes that plant will actually establish.
0: What can growers expect to see if they planted beans early this year?
1: Yeah, so um, for the most part, you know, planting beans early, one, does uh, allow more time for photosynthesis like yeast reflux, but also number two, uh, the sooner that that bean can get established and get to uh, V3, V2, V3, V4, uh, that's when the nodules start to to be developed. So we're actually, one, getting photosynthesis in earlier, uh, a longer window of photosynthesis throughout the growing period before we hit – you know the longest day of the year we get into reproductive phases, but we're also speeding up that clock to allow those nodules to start fixing nitrogen a lot sooner, uh, and maybe get more nitrogen actually into that plant before, um, you know, the longest day of the year we start to get really into the reproductive phases. But at the end of the day, you know, the 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 leaves themselves are like solar panels, and the more solar panels we have out there, the more sunlight's coming in and more energy that that plant can use to to grow plant parts, can can produce blooms, can can store a lot of these nutrients to be remobilized later in the season. So, um, by having you know an earlier planted bean, more photosynthesis and um, a wider window, we're, we're just allowing for for that factory to be able to run longer at higher higher efficiencies.
0: Okay, early planting. It sounds best case scenario that that's really the best opportunity for a plant to be producing the most pods. So, what happens and what causes um, flower and pod abortion, and how do you know that things are being aborted?
1: Yeah, so early on, you know, the best thing to do is is what I like to do is actually go out and count the blooms that are on uh, the bean itself, and then actually come back and count that how many actually retain the blooms, and then of those, you know, how many actually put on a three, four or even a two or one bean pod. That really kind of gives you an idea of what level of stress. So um, if you go out there and you start seeing a lot of the the flowers, you, you know, the, the, the flower sets, maybe it didn't, it didn't initiate uh, the actual flower and go through pollination because of the stress, or maybe it actually put out the the flower, but yet uh, you go out there and it's no longer a, a purple or white color and it's kind of browned off, but no beans coming out of it. So that would tell us that you know the the flowers were exposed, but you know for whatever reason it it either did not pollinate or uh, did pollinate, but it aborted and did not initiate the pot. So uh, knowing how many how many you had out there to start with, and then you can see how many actually did produce, and then just kind of work in a, in a um, you know percentage wise. You know what percentage did we lose? In a lot of cases, we can see upwards of of 75 percent of these balloons be aborted off because of some type of stress during flowering to, to R3 timeframe.
0: Is there anything growers can do to avoid that abortion and that stress?
1: You know, at at the end of the day, there's nothing that you could go out and say, uh, oh, I I feel I'm going to have a, um, you know, a, a, a bloom abortion or pot abortion, and I need to go do X. You know, there, there is no rescue treatment for that. It's all about you know, thinking about it being from a holistic standpoint and really just eliminating as much stress as we can from the moment we put it in the ground. So, you know, by planting into to, to good uh, good, good moisture content soils, you know, nothing that, that's really saturated, have the seed treatments out there, good seed to soil contact, good fertility, uh, you know, lack of, you know, weed pressure out there. All those things has have, have set the stage so that plant isn't under stress and it's able to, to, to go into the reproductive phase very, very uh, efficiently. You know, going into that, that phase, you know, there's so many hormones and different things just going on at bean plant that, you know, if we if we give it any type of stress that it doesn't like, uh, and, and maybe it's, it's it's lacking fertility, maybe it's lacking some moisture, and we throw some stresses onto it, the, the, the only thing that plant knows how to do to get back to equilibrium is throw off some of these... Uh, these pods, you know, and, and blooms. So, really, the the plant does that to offset from the stress that's being under to get back to equilibrium.
0: How do soybeans compensate when stress hits the plants?
1: So they're going to compensate. You know, if for some reason it's a a fertility issue or a moisture issue, instead of uh, giving that energy to more blooms uh, to, to, to to pollinate them out and make them into pods, they'll actually start pulling them down. No different than a corn plant will start to reduce the number of kernels it's going to support, or maybe it, it detaches uh, silks and doesn't let them pollinate. You know, that, that plant knows how much it's able to do it. But if for some reason it does abort them and, and then it, it has equilibrium with um, with stress and it realizes, oh, i still got enough, you know, good juice inside of me, well, I'll, I'll just make sure what pods I have left, I make sure I fill those out appropriately or make sure the beans are a little bit bigger. So there is a little bit of balance in there to where if we do get a stress and then, you know, the plant does go through a a period of time where it does kind of recover, it will try to offset some of those things in some other areas. But uh, most likely if we start losing a lot of pods, it's almost on a downward trajectory. But there's no way to basically come spray something over it to make sure we don't have an issue moving forward.
0: Okay. Where are most of the yield-bearing pods located on the plant?
1: Um, for the most part, if you look at the main stem, that's where a lot of the the majority of the, uh, the those pods are going to be located at. And really, you know, the majority is going to be kind of in that middle. You know, you really you see some towards the top, you see some at the lower end. tend tend to find most of the ones that, that do get aborted off are in, on the lower uh, nodes themselves. So right in that, that meat of the heart of the plant is where I'm going to find uh, most of the... Also, aggressive uh, pods that actually do produce shield, but then you get started to get some of these high branches. You know, you can find some beans out there, but the um, majority of what you're going to find is going to be on that main shaft. So, knowing this, the style of bean you have, if it's a bushy, if I'm going to have a lot of, of side lateral branches, it's going to put pods on, or is it more of an upright inline bean where most of my yield my is going to be protected around right that main stem?
0: Is there anything else that you'd like to add about flowering pods, abortion versus not? I think we kind of hit the highlights
1: of it. Um, You know, it's just all about stress.
0: Well, thank you again for talking with us today, Todd. Again, that was Todd Steinacker, CCA Soy Envoy from Agrigold, updating us on soybean flowering. If you are interested in this topic and many more soybean management resources, you can visit ilsoyadvisor.com to learn more.